Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander is your only place for the World Baseball Classic coverage. Hi, I'm Ben Verlander, host of Flippin' Bats. And I'm Alex Curry, co-host of Flippin' Bats. From Taiwan to Phoenix and Miami, we'll be providing you daily updates on all the action taking place in this year's WBC. So wherever you get your podcasts, make sure to like and subscribe us at Flippin' Bats. Good Monday morning, everybody. Hope y'all had fabulous weekends. Welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. We are with Skip Bayless and Shannon Todd. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we today? You there? You might be stuck with me, Skip. I don't know. Uh, sounds like, is somebody afraid to talk today? Because all of his teams lost over the weekend? I don't know. Sounds like it. Is it just you and me, Jen? No, 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 you might no, be stuck no, with no, me for the moment. No, no, I'm sorry no, for you, Skip. no. Okay, uh, <laughs> no. I, I actually prefer it this way. No, 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 oh, oh, well. no, oh, oh, no, 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 oh, no, 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 There he is. Finally. Nah, not after, not, after, not after the Lakers did what they did. You couldn't do no show by yourself. No, I could not uh, because I was not going to let you off the many hooks that you're on today. Uh, speaking of my favorite player, is it possible that Kevin Durant just remade the case that he is now the best player on the planet again? That's the big question. Stop it. Stop Start it. it. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Okay, All right, we'll gentlemen, let's jump right in. And we will get to Kevin Durant, but we are going to start this morning on a, on a serious note, guys. John Morant and what is going on with him. The timetable for his return to the Grizzlies, unknown, according to head coach Taylor Jenkins. Morant was seen flashing a gun on an Instagram Live video over this weekend. The team announced he would be stepping away from them. Morant later issued a statement apologizing for the incident and saying he was going to, quote, take some time away to get help and work on learning better methods of dealing with stress and my overall well-being. Shannon, I'll start with you on this one. What's your reaction to what happened this weekend and then Jaws' response? It probably took something like this, Jan, Skip, in order for Jaw to realize the error of his ways. Uh, Jaw was traveling down a road he didn't need to be on. And I'm sh- I- I don't want to say I'm the only one because I believe people have tried to reach out to Ja. But, Skip, when you're young and you have a lot of money, you feel, first of all, when you're young, you feel you're invincible. Now, just imagine you're young and you have a $200 million contract from the Grizzlies. You have a signature shoe from Nike and you're one of the major faces of Powerade. Now you really think you are invincible. And so he was traveling in a, in a, uh, uh, on a road he didn't need to be on. And I, I, I hate that it had to take something like this for him to become very self-reflective. Skip, the NBA is not done with this. He, this is what we know. Skip, you remember in 2009, Gilbert Arenas did what he did? He brought firearms to the facility. Now, I'm not sure it works like this, but I think it does. In the NFL, you cannot have a firearm on NFL premises, mm-hmm. which means training facilities, which means the stadium. I believe it is the exact same way with the NBA. You cannot have a firearm on the premises, training facility, uh, the arena. He had to have taken that gun on the plane from Memphis to Denver. He had to have taken that gun in the arena. Or how else would he have gotten that gun and to do what he did on IG Live? 
Gilbert Arenas was suspended, if I'm not mistaken. I think it happened like mid-December. He missed the rest of the season. I'm going to be very surprised if the NBA doesn't come down very, very harsh on John Moran. I like the apology. Um, hopefully he gets the help, whatever help that is, in dealing with what he needs to deal with. But, Ja, I was just offering you advice, bro. You're talking about – and good advice, Skip, is only good if the person that re is receiving it adheres to the advice. That's it. Um, because I can see where this was heading. Ja was, 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 was wanting to be something that he shouldn't have wanted to be. As I've said before, Skip, normally – People think about it, Skip. John Gotti never said that he was a gangster. No. Meyer Lansky never said they were gangsters. Mm -hmm. Gangsters never tell you what they are. They, they do everything they can to uh, uh, perpetrate something that they're not. They're not what they, you know, we know what they were, but they wanted to be outstanding gentlemen. Skip, they had uh, 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 businesses. They were just great in the community because they didn't want to portray that image. Why would someone where 200 have a $231 million contract that kicks in next year, a signature shoe, a Powerade national ad, why would you want to be per, per, uh, uh, perpetuate that you're a gangster, that you're a thug? So it made no sense to me. I love the fact that Ja apologized. He knows that he was wrong. And hopefully, Skip, I, I don't believe, you know what, Skip, as I sat back and became very reflective myself this weekend, I do believe some of Ja peers, some of job uh, homies have tried to reach out to job. But when you're young and you got a lot of money, you're not willing to listen to anybody. And Skip, remember I told you on Friday, the dynamic changes once the child becomes the breadwinner. Skip, I, and I don't know how it is in your community, but let me talk to you about how it was a little bit in my community. And not all, but a lot of times. Whoever's making the money makes the decisions. My grandfather used to tell my uncles and aunts, if you don't like it, hell, I pay the bills here. I put food on the table. You leave. Now the child becomes the breadwinner. Now the child says what, Skip? How do you tell someone that's providing? How could you tell your parents? And now you shouldn't talk to your parents anyway. But how do you tell a parent that you're paying all the bills? I pay your bills. I pay your bills. I bought this car. I bought that car. So the dynamic changed in the relationship. Hopefully T, his dad, T uh, Morant, sits him down and says, Job brother, hey, check this out. You move in a way that's not conducive for long term. You got an opportunity to be special. You have an opportunity to be one of the faces, if not the face of the NBA. But you got to be squeaky clean. You got to change the way you're doing business. You got to move differently. And a lot of the guys that you associate yourself with, it's time to let them start falling off like leaves come fall. Ja, congratulations, bro. I'm sorry that it took something like this, but, but I'm glad it didn't go even further, and it took something tragic or catastrophic for you to realize the error of your ways. Every point well said by Shannon Sharp, a pro football Hall of Famer. Hope you're listening, John ja Morant. Now it's my turn. Shannon, let me start with this. Let me just get this off my chest get it out of my craw, because the first point I would like to make about the IG Live that I about fell off my couch when I first saw on whatever it was, Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. You can call me a stick in the mud, a grumpy old man, but this is what first hit me. What exactly was John ja Morant celebrating at 520 in the morning? 
They had right. just played in Denver what I would call a measuring stick game that I was very excited to see. I thought mm-hmm. maybe Denver would show I mean, uh, Memphis would show me a little something on the road. They haven't. They were 12 and 18 on the road going into that game. They did show me something in the first half, Shannon. They were up eight at halftime. They got blown off the floor in the second half by 63 to 39. And I'm looking at Jaw's stats in the second half. He went two out of 10 in the second half. Hmm, interesting. So he's the floor general. He's the quarterback. He's the point guard. Mm-hmm. And he had to take some culpability, some responsibility for getting blown off the floor at Denver in the second half. Was he clinging to his stats for the game? Because overall, they look pretty decent. He led his team yes. in scoring with 27 and an assist with 10. But again, two for 10 in the second half. And I'm thinking, what, what exactly are you so happy about? What, what exactly? It, it looked like they just won it all in, in the celebration that I saw. And I've had people tell me, oh, it's just the kids today. They don't really care that much about winning. They, you know, just James Harden sort of set the tone for this generation. You know, he could he could lose game seven of the finals and he'd be at the club. And, and it might not be that kind of club. It might be that kind of club that James would be at right after the game because it doesn't okay. seem to bother him one way or the other. Maybe all okay. that's true. But now I get back to Ja. And obviously, Shannon, you and I have talked repeatedly on this show about incident after incident after incident. Washington Post reported last summer he's having a pickup game at his house with with a 17 year old star in Houston and they get into it. And one thing leads to another. And according to the police, the kid got roughed up and job popped him several times and in the face and then went in the house and got his gun, stuck it in his belt and, and was sort of brandishing his gun, if you will, or, or showing his gun to the kid. You don't want any of this. Then there was an incident at the mall with the head of security out in the parking lot, an incident that head of security took so seriously that he filed a police report against jaw and his friends. And then we had the incident after the Indiana Pacers game in Memphis, as you well know, mm-hmm. they got into it during the game. One of Josh's best friends, I think it's his best friend, got ejected and then banned from the arena. And yet after the game in the parking lot, as the Pacers walked to their bus out on the loading dock, several reported that they had red dots trained on them from a car in which Jaw was sitting I don't know if Jaw was responsible for the red dots, but the Indiana security people said those are the, the products of guns that they're training, obviously, yeah. lasers on us. OK, yes. so we got one thing after another after another leading to this. And you want to talk about brazen in, in light of all that had just gone on. Wait a second. You choose to go on IG Live. It's not like it was just somebody's cell video, you know, some hanger on or some right. bystander who posted some right. video. No, the, you, you posted the video. And I guess the, the, the best start to all this is that he did delete his IG and Twitter accounts. Now, th- those could be reinstated at some point. So to, right. your, to your point, did I like the apology? Well, sure, I like the apology. But as we always talk about, Shannon, are you, you sure he wrote the apology? I, I don't know. It sounds great. Yeah. I take full responsibility. I let everyone down, my family, Memphis, the organization. 
And then he said, I'm going to take some time away to get help. And I know his coach last night, when he addressed the media about it, talked about what a difficult process is going to be, that it's going to be an ongoing healing process. He does need some help, and this is a growth opportunity. So, Shannon, I ask you, and I don't know because they pressed uh, the head coach last Tim night Jacob. about this. Yeah, about what, what, what exactly help does he need, and he would not go into any detail. Is he having some issue with alcohol or drugs? I, I don't know. It, it raises the question there of what, what exactly are your issues going forward? I don't know if you have any thought about that. Do you, do you think he needs just some psychological help? Does he need some counseling? Or does he have some issue that he needs to address? Well, Skip, uh, this is going to require more schooling than I, than I went to and got and received yep. in my four-year education, for a little over four-year education at Savannah State. But, Skip, I just think the thing is, may, maybe he's dealing with stress. Maybe this is his way. Maybe he's been threatened, Skip. See, I don't want to put too much into it. I don't okay. want to say because, look, I, because I think the thing is the NBA, they have a, a security and they know people. So if John would have said, I, I feel threatened, someone is threatening me in the community, yeah. he could have gone to the NBA and they could have looked into it. So I don't want to get too, I don't want to absolve because now we're trying to, now it seems like if we're trying to make excuses for John's behavior. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. And I read what Paul Pierce said that when I got stabbed, stabbed I started uh, carrying a gun. Yeah. But let me tell you something about this internet, Skip. Mm. You start flashing your money. Somebody gonna come see you. Yeah. You start playing. You start flashing the gun on IG Live. Somebody gonna check you and see if you really bought that gunplay. Yeah. Okay. Hey, th th that 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 type of that type of uh, 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 rhetoric over the IG. Let that go, John. You, John. You don't. I mean, why, Skip? Why would somebody that has a two hundred and thirty-one million dollar want to want to have gunplay? Want to have a carry a stick like that and then flash it? Look, he has a right. He has a Second Amendment right, but he the does. NBA says, yeah, we're not going to infringe on that right. No. But you're not going to bring that to the arenas. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have that at your training facility, and you're definitely not going to bring that on the plane. So that's where he ran a file with the NBA, and it shows just how tone deaf he is, Skip. You mentioned all the issues, and some of them was involving a gun. And you said, you know what I'm going to do? Even though that article just came out. Yeah. I'm going to get on IG Live, and I'm going to flash this stick, and I'm going to let y'all know I bang a little bit if I need to. Yep. Really? Really. But like I said, Skip, he said he's going to step away. Yeah. He apologized for his actions. He apologized for his behavior, and hopefully he gets the help that he needs. But I need the people that's closest around him. I need, hey, T, bruh, I need you to be a father, not a fan and a friend. Yeah. I'm not saying that you haven't. I, and, and maybe I'm speaking out of turn. Maybe you have talked to your son. Maybe others that's close to Jah has talked to him, but it wasn't resonating. Maybe this is what it took for it to resonate and for him to, to come to, to the, the, the grips and to the gravity of what he did and what was going on in the path that he was traveling down that he didn't need to travel down. Yep. Okay. Shannon, you have brought this up several times. Is Jaw trying to be somebody he's not? Is he trying to be about that life instead of the NBA life? Is he trying to be hard when he's not really hard? And well, Skip, how about this here? Can I do you this with Skip? Yeah. Let me, and I hate to cut you off because I want, to, want you to make your point. Let's just say for the sake of argument 
He came from the meanest streets of the meanest streets of South Carolina. Let's just say he came from the, the, the west side of Chicago, the hardest, the hardest borough in New York City. Yep. You made it out. You made it out of there. You can go back to the hood. Skip, if you make it out of the hood, you can go back you can. to buy it, to build it up. But you don't go back after you've made it and be and, and 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 deal with the same things you were doing as a child. You had dreams and aspirations. Say, you know, one day I'm gonna get out of here. One day I'm not gonna have to eat this. I'm not gonna have to live like this. Yep. And I'm gonna lift my family up. And I'm gonna set my family up for hundreds and hundreds of years to go. You do that. You're in the process of doing that. And for some reason, you say, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I done got up out of there, but let y'all know that I'm still about that. Yeah. I'm going to do this all over again. Right. It, it just makes no sense, Skip, okay. because you do everything. If somebody would have told Josh Skip, let's, let's ask you this. Ten years ago, if somebody said, Josh, by the time you're 24, you're going to have almost a quarter of a billion dollar contract from an NBA team. You're going to have a signature shoe. And you're gonna be the pop, you're gonna be one of the faces of a sports dream. What you think he just said, Skip? Well, I, I got for you. real. Okay, so I've called around the league to people I've known forever, talking about job because I was so shocked by the IG live how brazen it was, and I had right. several people say to me, "Well, time out. Are you sure you guys on TV aren't giving him a pass here? Like you're not that." They're asking me, are you sure he's not that? Like, he, he, that's just who he is, that he is about that life. And remember, he's thrown up the Crips sign. Several, I've seen him throw it up two or three times. I, I probably missed mm -hmm. some other times. Do, what does that mean? Does that mean he wants to associate with the Crips or he got initiated by the Crips or he just he, he has a dream of being a Crip? I, I don't know. I, I'm just throwing this out that are, are we missing the boat here that that's just who he's been from the start and we keep saying, no, you're just associating with the wrong people when he's actually part of the wrong people. Is that it? it Skip, that, 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 you know what, Skip? You and the people that you talk to might be 100% correct, but that makes it even more egregious. It, it does. Because you got out, you got out you of got that. Out. Have you got out. Having a quarter of a billion dollar contract yeah. and somehow... You want to revert back? You want to go back and do that all over again after you've made it out? Skip, normally when you make it out, Skip, I mean, if somebody, Skip, if you're stuck in a hole, you they help you out of the hole, you don't go put yourself back in the no, hole again. You don't. You're like, no, I don't want to be in, I don't want to be in that situation again. John, no. why would you want to be in that situation? You've got now a quarter of a billion dollar uh, 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 NBA contract, a signature shoe, Power A, a sports drink commercial, a Facebook sports drink. And this is what you choose to do. And Skip, I see all the actions on the side. Anytime somebody do something, I, 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 yep. I get on Come on, bruh. But Skip, let me ask you a question. Again, when have you known real, real, legit gangsters yep. display that type of behavior? No, I agree. I got you. They walk in, they walk in silence. They move in silence. All right. Now to your point about the NBA. We have not heard from the NBA because they are still investigating. He obviously had his gun on an NBA trip, as you say, on the plane, and they're not going to love that. That could be grounds for a more definitive and lengthy suspension, even though now the Grizz are saying, well, it's indefinite. Okay, so was what they did to say it's at least two games and maybe more, was that just a preemptive strike on their 
their part, trying to, to sort of say we're, we're, we're self-punishing here so that you guys don't come in with a heavier hand yeah. than, than we are exercising right now. Okay, so that's a possibility. They're probably trying to lessen the blow. Yeah. All right. Here, here's my final point, and it's a positive one. This is why I'm going to hang in with John Morant. He did something last year that took my breath away because I didn't see it coming. In his third year in the league, a year ago, he won most improved player. Shannon, that's hard to do because you haven't been around all that long. And Mm -hmm. everybody saw him coming as a rookie. Oh, look, he can do that. He can do that. He can do that. And yet he could not shoot. He, he was a poor three-point shooter. So a year ago, he improves his three-point percentage from 30% all the way up to 34. And it doesn't sound like a lot, but over uh, the, the whole season, it's, it's significant. And he improved yes. his free throw shooting from 73%, which is below average, to 76. And he's starting to get up into the average range. And his shooting percentage from the floor went from 45 up to 49. And the league said, way to go, kid. Now you're averaging from 19 up to 27 points. You are the most improved in the league. Shannon, you and I know both that that took a lot of offseason work on his part. Yeah, He, he had oh, to yeah. get in the lab and stay in the lab the whole offseason. So it shows me what he can be made of. It showed me a commitment by a very young player because he's still only 23 now. He won't be 24 until August. So at age yep. 22 and then going back to age 21, he said, I got to get better. I got to work my tail off to get better. And he got mm-hmm. so much better, he won most improved player. Well, now I'm yeah. going to transfer that into what we're, we got going on right now. Okay, go get better. You, sh- you, you did it on yeah. the court. Now you need to do it off it before. the court, right? Yep. You've done it before. You proved that you know, you know what it takes to get better. So go get better, Skip. Remember when we came out, I took Ja over Zion. You, did. you took Zion. I took Ja. Yep, you did. And I was shocked by it. As much as I love Ja at Murray State, I thought, wait, the, the other guy is a monster, a human yes. wrecking ball, but the other guy can't stay yes. healthy, obviously. So, to yes. your credit, way to go. So far, you're, you're right until now. Now, they both have issue, one health and one off court. Right. So, I, I'm, I'm wishing him well, and I'm going to hang in and hope that he can, he can be most improved uh, off the court. Yeah. Whatever time he needs to take yeah. away, take that time. And when you come back, because I know the on-court stuff will take care of itself, be a better man, be a better person off the court. And then all that combined – the sky's the limit for you, Ja. Well said, guys. Obviously, what he has had in his life so far isn't fulfilling him for some reason. So hopefully this time away will f- give him some fulfillment, some sense of purpose in his life. All right, moving on. When we come back, guys, you brought it up at the top of the show, Skip. Did the Suns win over the Mavs last night? Prove they are without a doubt the top team in the West. Plus, which team stands out the most in the East? It's becoming a really good question. That and much more coming up on Undisputed. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? 
The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. Kevin Durant and the Suns outlasted the Mavs 130-126 yesterday. It was a fantastic game. Durant finished with 37 points that included the go-ahead bucket, plus the game's final two free throws. Luka Doncic finished with 34 points and missed a potential game-tying bucket with just six seconds left. All right, Shannon, this was a fun one to watch. What's your biggest takeaway from the game? Well, Skip, I kind of wanted Luca. Luca, I didn't want the game to end, so I kind of wanted Luca to make that shot because I was hoping for overtime. But what we saw on display yesterday was four of the top offensive players that the NBA has to offer, and they did not disappoint. KD was in his bag, 17 shots, 37 points. D-Book, now Skip, here's the thing. D-Book's doing a lot of talking. You know why? Because he has the ultimate big brother now. Skip, I'm a younger brother. I got a big brother that was three years older than me. Yep. I did a lot of chirping because I wasn't nobody worried about anybody beating him. Yep. So I did a lot of chirping. And you see D-Book's about to start to do a lot more chirping. And I agree with Luca. Luca says, I got no problem. I like the competitive. I like the chirping going back and forth. But next time, let's not just wait till it's like two or three seconds in the ball game. Yep. Let's start this thing from the jump ball. Once we get to center court and we start going up and down the court, let's keep that thing. Because Luka was giving to Book yesterday. Now, he didn't shoot a high percentage, but he got to the foul line, I think, 19 times. Skip. He did? Uh, yep. He got 19, 19 times. And 17 or 19, Skip, I think you can live with that. You said he's a poor free throw shooter, but he's working on it. He's become a better free throw he shooter. He has. Kyrie was sensational. I mean, yep. what, I mean what, what, can, what can I say, Skip? I don't know if we're going to get a matchup again like this, hopefully. Hopefully we get this matchup in the playoffs. This is the matchup that we need, Skip. We need this. The NBA needs this. And if we get this matchup, man, hey, look here. I need it to go seven. I really need this matchup to go seven. But, Skip, it was an outstanding ball game. And let me tell you why I can't take a whole lot of Because I just got to take you what you said. You tell me Kyrie and Luke are not going to work, and they're not that good. So how should I give – what what grade should I give the Suns when they beat a team that the dynamic duo ain't going to work anyway and it's not going to – and Luke is not happy. Now, it was reported now. I don't know how true it is that Luke signed off that he yep. wanted Kyrie. That's what they said. Why would he – Yep. Skip, why would he, why would he not – because he's going to make your job a lot easier. Because there are going to be times that when you're winded, you can go get the ball to Kyrie and stand in the corner. Yep. As a matter of fact, you can go to concession stand because he's going to do his thing. But it was an outstanding ball game. Yes, the Suns now with Book and KD or KD and Book. 
let's put KD first. KD is the big gun. With KD and Book and Chris Paul doing what he does, Skip, he, uh, you know, what he, what he gave you yesterday? 11? He gave you 11 points and a 7 assist. Okay, fine. But, Skip, they're going to they're gonna be tough now. They're going to be a tough out because they can go get those buckets. And you see at the end of the game, Skip, and that's what KD was able to give Golden State. A guy that you can put the ball in his hands at damn near half court and say, KD, go get a bucket. And he's going to either get a bucket, he's going to get a great look. Ain't no, Skip, ain't going to be no, no heave shot where they made it a tough shot. You can't make Kevin Durant take a tough shot. He's seven foot tall and he's shooting the ball at a eight, at a 10 foot apex. So how can you make him take a, a contested shot? You better double him and get the ball out of his hand. But Skip, this game was everything the NBA hoped it would be, hoped it would be, and I couldn't take my eyes off it because it was like four of the greatest players that we have in today's game going bucket for bucket, shot for shot. I will second your emotion. But I have some very different takeaways <laughs> from the final score. Okay. And I'm going to start with the start, which is that seven-foot monster who used to be with Kyrie in Brooklyn and is now a Phoenix son. And I do believe he chose Phoenix because he wants to do everything in his power to help Chris Paul finally win a ring at his advanced age. Yes. Okay, so yesterday, and I'm going to try to be nice about this. To me, that game was why I've always said that I believe Kevin Durant's a little better, just a little better overall than LeBron James. He's a much better shooter, obviously, than LeBron has ever been. Not not scorer, just shooter. And I believe he's been a little more clutch than LeBron has been able to be, especially from the late game free throw line. So all of a sudden I look up and Kevin Durant is leading the NBA in free throw shooting at seven feet tall. It's just impossibly great. And he is setting records. They're they're third level records. This season for mid-range jump shooting, nobody really cares. But if you look at the third-level stats, you say that that's impossibly great. He's making like 60% of his mid-range jump shots. But what I love the most about yesterday was, Shannon, he, he scores 37 on 17 shots. It's impossible. He, he has the lowest ego of any superstar I've ever seen. He does not demand the ball. He doesn't need the ball. I was pulling my hair out for a while because there was one stretch of that game with, with nine minutes left in the second quarter, he had 16 points, really 9.28. And he went over a quarter, say a quarter and a fourth of a quarter, before he even touched the ball again. And I'm saying, what are you guys doing? In that stretch, Josh Okogie was going 0 for 8 from 3 because, Shannon, as you know, when you got Kevin Durant and Devin Booker with Chris Paul orchestrating, there's going to be one free shooter on every possession. I mean free shooter as in unguarded, uncontested shooter. So they tried Josh Okogie, who will defend at high level, and he plays his tail off. And then in the second half, they go to Ish Wainwright, who I don't know if you remember, he played at Baylor, and he's more of a defensive player. He actually played tight end, your position, at Baylor for a year (laughs) and then tried out for the Buffalo Bills as a tight end. And I'm saying, that Ish Wainwright? And they throw him in yesterday, and he made four out of five threes in the second half, and it was big to the outcome of the game. They needed them. They needed it badly. 
because somebody is going to be dared to sh- I'm talking about dared, and it's going to be the short corner shot where you're just over there by yourself and you just got to make them. Okay, so Kevin Durant finally says, okay, just give me the ball and get out of the way, and I will do this. And if we could just show for those who had the, un- the, the misfortune of missing this game yesterday, because to your point, it was just as sensational a regular season game as you will ever see. If we could see what Kevin did down the stretch of this game, because it's 3.04 left, and he makes a three to put them up one, if we could see this. That's a big-time clutch shot. And then we go all the way down to 12 seconds left, and he says, I I got this. I got this, and he makes the two-point shot to put them up two. And then he goes to the free-throw line with three seconds left and swishes both of them, just as he did at the Olympics when Dame had his problems at the free-throw line, and that was the ball game. Okay, so that's that guy. Now, the other point I want to make is I was so happy for Chris Paul yesterday. I was so proud of Chris Paul because he's the other one they're going to dare to shoot. And you and I have talked about it. He does not look yeah. the same. He just he, no. he looks a little long in the tooth and a little slow of gait. He just doesn't look the way he used to look, and he's 38 years of age. Okay, so what happens down the stretch? If we could see what happened to Chris Paul in the fourth quarter, they're just daring him to shoot. 8-11 left in the fourth quarter. He's just wide open, and he says, okay, I'll take that shot, and he made it to put them up three. Three to go up three. Then there's a 6-0-3 shot, and he took his patented free-throw line jump shot, and that, that cut – I'm sorry, the first one cut it to three. That one cut it to one. And then 4-0-5 left. He bombs away a three, and that was the one to go up three. Right. Well, <laughs> listen – Shannon, as you know, however far they go, if they're going to make a championship run, he's going to have to do that almost every game because he's going to be the one who's. they're just going to say, here, shoot the ball. And he will. He, I, I'll, yeah. Skip, I didn't mean leave him that wide open. No, Damn. No. <laughs> I mean, that's not Russell Westbrook that you that, that, that Dick Draymond no, and no, the, uh, the Warriors true. were daring to shoot. Very, he's very good Chris point. He, he's still, he's Chris, still Paul. Chris Paul. You know what? I don't I care how old he is. He can still make that shot. He yeah. can still shoot it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But so, I think the thing is, Skip, you got to wear him. Da- you got to wear him down by do. picking him up ninety-four feet. You, you can Remember do that. What the Pelicans did to it they with did. Alvarado. They did. Wear him down. Yeah. I got you. Okay. So when I look at usage rate yesterday on both teams, for the visiting Suns, Book had the ball for thirty-six percent of the time, and Kevin had the ball for twenty-six percent of the time. And Chris Paul had the ball for only 13% of the time. This is Chris Paul, the quarterback, the orchestrator, the maestro. Usually that would be flipped where he would have it, you know, 30% of the time. But he only had it 13%, and he barely touched the ball before he shot it at the end of the game. Okay, now you flip around to the other team. Now back to your man, Luca. Usage rate. He was off the charts yesterday. He had close to 50% usage. It was 47%. Kyrie had it 30% of the time. So yesterday was the first time to me that I saw Lucas say, yeah, okay, I wanted Kyrie, but in a game of this magnitude, a big national TV game on Sunday afternoon, I am going to have the ball in my hands and I'm going to shoot the most shots. And he shot 23 times to 19 for Kyrie. In the fourth quarter, I told you the stat going into the game, in the fourth quarters they'd played together, Kyrie had shot it 49 times to Lucas 13 times. Well, that got even. He evened the playing field yesterday because they both <laughs> shot it five times in the fourth quarter. Okay, now here's my problem with Luca. To your point, 
He only made eight of 23 shots from the floor and one Mm -hmm. of nine from three while turning it over a game high five times. He did not have his best game. In fact, if you look hard at what happened in this game, he was the biggest reason Dallas lost the game. Not to mention that he missed, the obviously, the tying shot at the end. But, Shannon, here's my issue with him, and we've talked about this before, and I know you share some of this. I'm getting to the point where I can barely watch him play basketball because <laughs> he, he argues, he pouts, he whines, he bitches, he moans every single call. It doesn't matter whether he makes the shot or doesn't make the shot. He got fouled. He wants an and one or he wants two free throws every single time. He wants three free throws. It, it wears me out as a basketball fan because after a while I just say stop it or I'm going to turn this right. off because it just wears on my psyche because it's every single play. He will not give yeah. it up. Now, can you argue that he got a call at the end? I, I thought that that last play, if we could see the last second shot that he took and missed. They could e- they could have easily I, called him for a charge. It's Okogie, and he just throws him out. You know, just throws yeah, him out of the way. It. He just says, here, get out of my way. And, and I thought it was. And yet, that non-call, he, maybe he got it because he just bitched the whole game, and they finally said, okay, let's give him this one. Okay, so... Now, this leads to the Booker confrontation or incident. I don't know if it's a confrontation, but... Yeah. Okay, so to me, it looked like Devin Booker just walks over to the spot and he's pointing to the floor and talking to the ref. How could you not call this? And he may have thrown in a couple of words toward Luca. I don't know. That's what Luca suggested, you know, that he called him something. I don't know. I could think of a lot of words you could call him. But maybe he made some crack about how you do bitch and moan about every call. Right. And <laughs> Luca, who was already very angry at himself, for a flashpoint moment was thinking about taking it out on Devin Booker and got up in his face. Again, I'm cool with Book. To, to your point, maybe it's a little brother talk, talk, talking, where he's <laughs> empowered now. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure he asked for Luca to be in his face. Uh, do I think Devin would have backed down from that? I don't. They're both smarter no. than that, and they both kind of were laughing it off at the end. And to your point, Lucas said, well, why don't you talk before there are three seconds left and I miss the shot? But right. I'm, I'm still on book side in that one. Skip, you remember last year, there's really no love lost because uh, I think it was game two. It was. When Phoenix, when Book said something, and then Lucas like, okay, okay, he was shaking his head, walking, okay, I got something for you when you come to Dallas. Five, and game five, yeah. With game, mm-hmm. And, and uh, he was like shaking his head. And you remember, Skip, what, what they did to Phoenix on their home court in game seven. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, maybe it – but you see Devin Booker doing the Luka special. He was rolling on the floor about, with excitement he about was. the game. So yep. there's really no love loss between these two, and this is why – I need this to be I the matchup I got in the West, Skip. I don't care. I don't care when we get it, Skip. Hey, we can get it first round, or we can get it for the Western Conference Finals. I just need to see this matchup. <laughs> Shannon, the day we were at the Super Bowl for the first show on Super Bowl week yep. Thursday, and this bombshell dropped overnight, and yep. I announced right off the top to the good people of Phoenix who came out to watch us. 
I think the Phoenix Suns just won the championship. I'm going to double down on that because I've now seen Kevin play with them for three games all on the road at Charlotte, at Chicago, at Dallas. I saw a championship team. I saw a team that's going to be very difficult to beat. To your point, from moment one, they must stay healthy, and I don't have any idea whether they will. The, the odds are against them. The history would tell you one of the big three or four, you, if you're throwing an eight, and will get hurt at some point, and that will that'll be a problem. But if they can stay relatively healthy, man, I don't see how anybody can beat them with Kevin playing at the level he's playing at right now. Well, if Dallas keep letting people shoot 55% from the floor, yeah. they're going to lose a lot of games. You can't let Kevin Durant go 12 or 17. You can't. Book go 15 or 25 no, you and can't. say, oh, yeah, we're going to win the ball game. No, you're not. Okay, well, now Dallas is, what, 33 and 32. So there's just a game above 500, and now Luke yeah. and Kyrie are 2 and 5 in the games they've played together. Skip, it's because the op skip, their offense, look what look what Luca gave you. Luca gave you 34, Kyrie gave you 30, Hardaway Jr. gave you 21, Christian yep. Wood gave you 17. But you if you don't stop it at some point in time, Skip, you've got to stop somebody. You do. I agree, and they don't. And that's gonna be they their don't. downfall. No, I agree. Yes. Whenever the rematch between these two unfolds, guys, it is going to be must-see TV. That's for sure. All right, Shannon, I thought about you this weekend. You had a tough weekend in terms of your NBA teams, and Skip is ready to pounce. Get ready. The Bucks <laughs> split their games this weekend, losing to the 76ers before getting a win over the Wizards yesterday. Meanwhile, Shannon, the Celtics, they lost two straight over the weekend, first to the Nets, then to the Knicks. That one last night in double OT. All right, Shannon, now, who's the best team in the East? Bucks, Celtics, uh, Sixers. I still believe the Bucks are the best team, Skip. Uh, we're going back and forth, and I, I still believe it's going to come down to a seven-game series between the Bucks and the Celtics. And, Skip, the Celtics, they, look, they need this home court because last year it served them well. Remember, they had, I think they had game seven. In their building, yeah. Because they went, remember, they went and get, stole Game Six in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. When Milwaukee could have ended it, come back home for Game Seven, and we know what happened. They ended up going on, and they won the NBA. Uh, uh, went to the NBA Finals, end up losing the Golden State in six. Yeah. Uh, but I still believe, Skip. I still believe uh, in, in the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, now, I don't believe the NBA. You got to take that triple double back from uh, Giannis, Skip. You can't do that. Because I remember when Bobby Sura did that, Bobby Sura was notorious for doing that. I think he was with Cleveland at the time, yeah. throwing the ball off the backboard and rebounding his own miss. That's not that's not the spirit. That's not what a triple-double should be. So that was saying Giannis still played unbelievable this weekend, although he split one and one, lost to the Sixers, ended up winning last night. But I still believe it's the Bucks, the Celtics, and the Sixers. Skip, over the weekend, uh, um, James Harden remembered that, like, I'm still James Harden. Yep. I still can do this. I, I, I'm just relying on I'm re- relying on Joel and B. Hold on. Did y'all forget I'm a top 75 player too? Mm-hmm. And I'm a, 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 an MVP? Yep. And he was sensational. Skip, I haven't seen James Harden play that well in a very, very long time. He made big shot after big shot, big three, big floater, and ones. He was sensational. And he was the main reason. And I'm not trying to discredit Joel Embiid because Joel Embiid is Joel Embiid. Uh, 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 he was, he, Joel, hey, he was sensational. But j- down the stretch, 
James Harden was a monster. That was the Houston James Harden. And then he made the pass, and Joel Embiid pumped, and hits the big, big three. He did. But I'm still going. I'm going Bucks one, Celtics two, Sixers three. I'm going to start with your second overall choice. I, I haven't been sold on Boston all year. I love Jason <laughs> Tatum, but I think I love him more off the court than on the court. Because, Shannon, what, what is going on with this team at home, speaking of a home court advantage that you just did? Yeah. If I go back a week ago, last week on Wednesday, they played Cleveland at home. They led by 21 in the third quarter and then by 20 with 11.37 left and by 19 with 7.16 left in the game against Donovan Mitchell and company. They barely clung to a, a game that they finally scratched and clawed and won by four. So they blew a 21-point lead, and it got down to four. Then Brooklyn, Friday night, th- this is just That's unacceptable. shameful. It's unacceptable. You, you can't do this. You're up 28 at home, and you wind up losing by 10 to obviously a team that no longer has Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving or James Harden. It's, it's just unconscionable. And then the Knicks, I watched the whole thing last night because I couldn't take my eyes off it because they led by 14 in the third quarter. And then here came the Knicks Knicks without Jalen Brunson. There's no Jalen Brunson. Brunson. You're kidding. You you can't beat them. You can't hold them off. And Jalen Brunson's in street clothes. It's just, it's Emmanuel quickly. What what, what are you doing? How how could you do that? So they gave their young head coach a new extension. God bless him. I'm still an Eme fan. I can't defend what he did, but I still believe in him, certainly as a defensive teacher and coach. And I'm not seeing that same mindset from Boston this year. And I told you from the start, I didn't think that I would. Th- those young stars are stars. But last night, if, if you're Jason Tatum and you are the man on that team, you can't go six of 17 from three. You just, you just can't. And he has too many games like that. Yeah. He was Skip. He was twelve or thirty. He was twelve or thirty. Skip. This is a look. You can't let R.J. Barrett get twenty nine. No. Julius Randle get thirty one. No. Emmanuel quickly, as you mentioned, quickly uh, get thirty eight. I mean, hold on. I, I thought Marcus Smart and, and Jalen Brown. Bro, y'all got to stop some of this. You let him shoot fifty percent. What? And I, 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 I and I understand, Skip. It was double overtime, but those guys got confidence early, and they feel we, they were like quickly, like I can do what I want. I, I can get to the. I can get to the rack. Whenever I want, I can get up to the mid-range. I can shoot the three. I can do whatever I want. Tonight, you know what? I think I'm going to have a career night against you guys. Mm. And there's nothing you can do about it. Yep. Skip, you can't keep getting out to these big leads. No. I mean, as you mentioned, 28-point lead to a team that no longer has Kyrie and Kevin Durant, and then you lose by 10? <laughs> That's a 38-point swing. <laughs> Come on your home court. On your home court? And I was the, and then you do it again. You, and you <laughs> do it again last night. I don't look. You're, you're right. They're not playing any defense, and everybody just wants to play all offense. Hey, JT, <clears throat> I know you had 50-plus points in the All-Star game. He did. But in a real NBA game, y'all got to play some defense. Got to. That ain't how, you know, everybody laying the ball up and shooting threes uncontested. That'll get you beat in an NBA game, in an actual NBA game where they count. That'll get you beat the way you guys are playing. Y'all better start locking in. Now, Skip, Grant, uh, 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 the Williams kid. Uh, he's out with a knee injury yep. because he's the inside. He's the inside presence. He is. But 
But that, that was that was that was that was an abominable last night. And they've had Skip, they've had some losses like this where you like, damn, what's going on with Boston? Uh-huh. You mentioned losing to Orla- losing to Orlando. You're like, come on now. Twice. Orlando's an NBA team, but that's twice but at you, home. You can't lose to them. Twice yeah, at home in and, Boston. Uh, uh, nah. Okay. No. Nah. So there, there are some mm-hmm. things that's cause for concern, but I think they can get it fixed. But I'm going with the Bucks. I still believe the Bucs. Uh, and I thought because they had the best player, I thought it was going to come down to the Bucs and Celtics. I still do. But I, uh, if you make me pick right now, I'm going to say because the game seven, if there needs to be one, would be in Milwaukee, I would take the Bucs. Okay. I'm still bullish on the Sixers. I've told you that from day one. I picked them to win the East. I'm sticking with it. I watched them hang in, fall behind, and, and roar back at Milwaukee the other night. And I watched them, thanks in large part to James Harden, score 48 points in the fourth quarter on the road at Milwaukee against the team that most people believe is the best defensive team in basketball. 48 yes. points. And to your point, James Harden turned back into all caps James Harden. I yes. got that. He scored 19. Embiid played big, but so did Giannis. And, and if you want to look at the stats, they're pretty close, but it, it – Again, Joel Embiid had 10 assists in that game, as did James Harden. So the point is, they did pull that off. They won at Milwaukee. And then to your point about yesterday at Washington, I lost a little bit of respect for a player I've gained a lot of respect for in Giannis because it was so so beneath his – he's not Bobby Sura. He's Giannis. You know, he's MVP Giannis. And and you're going to – Flipped the ball up off the board, and and he was sheepish and, about it after the game. And he said, "Yeah, I stole one there." Well, that's way beneath yeah, but, but, your dignity. Yes, yeah, but we hear, but we hear Giannis talk about you don't concern yourself with stats. We just won the game. Well, clearly, clearly, you wanted that stat of a triple double. He Man, knew. I, I don't. The, the NBA, y'all got to do something about this. You should not let a guy. Intentionally, Skip, I understand sometimes a guy misses a shot. Yeah. But he intentionally threw the ball against the backboard yeah. with no hopes of making the shot no. just to get the rebound to say I got a triple-double. Nah, the NBA, y'all should rescind that. They say, no, should. we're not going to have that. Yeah. That's not going to happen. And I agree with you, Skip Bayless. That should be beneath. Skip, I get if you're a fringe player and you know what, I'm only going to play a couple years in the league. I don't have that kind of talent. And you want to get a triple-double, like Skip, you want, and I don't like it because it's cheap, but I get that. Skip, Giannis is a two-time league MVP. He is. Giannis is a finals MVP. He's a finals MVP. Man, can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine if Kobe or LeBron no. or Magic Johnson no. would have done some bull job like that? <laughs> or Steph Curry? No. Mm-mm. Come on, Giannis. You, you got to look at yourself as one of these Pantheon greats. Yep. And some things that you've seen other fringe players do should be beneath you. Okay. So I'm taking nothing away from your man Joker in Denver because he just keeps supreming it at the <laughs> highest level. And I don't doubt ridiculous. I don't doubt that he's going to be the MVP because of the it's like almost a new great narrative of why can't he win three in a row? But all I know for sure is that I watched Joel Embiid destroy him, albeit in Philadelphia about six weeks ago. And I watched Joel and James go to Milwaukee and win. So I'm going to cling to those Sixers. I know Doc's on something of a hot seat there because people are starting to doubt Doc. But that team is deep, and it's 
It's strong and it's tough with P.J. Tucker as their new defensive stopper. And I just like everything I see. They don't play at the highest level every single night. But I'm going to put them at one and Milwaukee at two and Boston falling to three. And it's really a three-team conference because I, I still don't regard Cleveland as in that class or category. Nah. But, but those three, it's going to be a battle and it's going to be just as fun to watch to me. However, it plays out those three fighting it out for that title on that side, as opposed to what's happening over in the West. You're right, Skip. But I tell you what, those guards that Cleveland got, they can go get oh. you 80 between the two of them. Mm-hmm. They can light you up. They go. I tell you what, it's not, man, I sure hope we grab, get Cleveland in the first round. Ain't nobody, Milwaukee, Boston, or Sixers. They're not like, oh, man, if we get Cleveland, we got a cakewalk. Ain't nobody really trying to see, though, because we know Donovan Mitchell, Skip. We've seen him go get 71. We've seen him get 57. We've seen him have these outbursts. Darius Garland, he's an an all-star. We've seen him go get huge numbers. They can protect the paint with Allen and Mobley. They they can be a problem. They're just young and got to figure out how to win Mm. as opposed to some of these other veteran-laden ball clubs that's been there and done that. But – it's not, it's not going to be an easy out if you face the Cavaliers. But, Skip, I just think the Bucs, once they get Middleton up and going, and he's got about 20 games to get it to, you know, he played 27 minutes. He did. He was 2 of 8. You could tell. He's not, he doesn't have his rhythm. He doesn't have his timing. Yeah. But I love the way Holiday is playing. I love what True Holiday is doing. Um, and so I, I, I think they're going to be there when it's all said and done. And then you got Brooke Lopez had a show in 10 of 16. Grayson Allen. I'm surprised that Philly won this game when they got three points from Tobias Harris, who only played 13 minutes, got injured, and uh, uh, P.J. Tucker uh, played 20 minutes and gave him two points. Okay. So five points between your starters, and then you got this, this cal- avalanche of the Milwaukee Bucks starters, and they still lost the game. They lost their focus, Skip. You can't give up 41 points. That team with Giannis, that, with Giannis a defensive player of the year, Holiday, a defensive player of the year candidate, Brooke Lopez, one of the premier defenders in all of basketball because he protects the paint. He's a, a, a top shot blocker. Give up 48 in the fourth? Mm-mm. Okay. Last quick point. Speaking of Darius Garland, who happened to play basketball at Vanderbilt University, <laughs> let, allow me to quickly congratulate my Vanderbilt Commodores for winning eight of their last nine SEC games, and they sure look like an NCAA tournament team to me. Way to go, guys. Stackhouse got him playing. Skip. He's got Jerry him playing. Stackhouse is the head coach. Jerry Stackhouse can coach. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations to them. The tournament will be fun. Almost time to start dancing. All right, guys, it is time for us to move on to the NFL. Are the quarterback rankings getting a makeover after the NFL combine? Let's debate up next here on FS1. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. 
You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. The NFL Combine wraps up later today, and wow, what a weekend for Anthony Richardson. He has grabbed a ton of attention at that QB position. The Florida quarterback set position records with his vertical, reaching over 40 inches. His broad jump, nearly 11 feet. Shannon, how would you rank the top quarterbacks after this weekend's Combine? Uh, Same way I had it coming in. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and then you can go forth and on after that. Skip. Try and Google who's the fastest quarterback to ever that's in the Hall of Fame or to win a Super Bowl. It's not going to appear. Who broad jumped, had the highest vertical jump of any Super Bowl quarterback that won the Super Bowl or in the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Because you want me to get excited about something that doesn't tell me how the guy can be, play the position. What does the game tape tell you? When you watch Anthony Richardson game tape, when you watch Will Levis's game tape, mm-hmm. you watch Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, what does your eyes tell you? So now I'm supposed to disregard everything that I saw Richardson do at Florida, Mm. everything that I saw uh, Levis do at Kentucky. And because they came to the combine in shorts and a T-shirt, run fast, jump high and say, you know what? They should be in front of Bryce Young. They should be in front of C.J. Stroud. I skip. Last I checked, I have never seen a guy catch an NFL touchdown Mm. in a T-shirt and shorts. I've never seen a quarterback like, ooh, man, I bet that guy can stand in long jump about 12 feet. Yep. Man, he got that. Skip, I'm not going to throw a quarterback to pass, so what am I supposed to do? I'm going to get in the Wildcat, and I'm going to put Anthony Richardson outside, and I'm going to bring the backup quarterback in, and I'm going to throw him a fade. Is that what I'm going to do? Because mm-hmm. when is Anthony Richardson going to use a 40-inch vertical playing quarterback, Skip? When is he going to use uh, 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 almost 11-foot standing broad jump? To do what with? Are they playing leapfrog in the NFL? Now, if they play leapfrog, he the champ. You got it. He's going to be the Super Bowl champ every year because ain't yep. nobody going to be able to beat him at the quarterback no. position. Mm-mm. But, Skip, the thing that they're measuring doesn't tell you how good the guy's going to be playing the position. He throws the ball. So uh, he completed 54% of his passes. Yep. Is that good? Mm-hmm. So, Skip, in completing 54% of his passes, what did that standing broad jump? What did that vertical? What did that 4440? How did that work out for him? Mm. Will Levis has a skip, and let's not pretend Florida doesn't have talent because that's the SEC. Yep. And they still recruit great players down at the University of Florida. They do. So this notion where he don't got no talent, stop it. No. Will Levis is the same thing. What does your eyes tell you, people? Skip, and I'm not saying these guys won't turn out to be great, but I'm, I'm not skip. For me, if, they, if, if, if Richardson Tate matched that performance, I said, Skip, I don't know, Skip. Woo. 
but I know what Bryce Young did. I know what I saw with my eyes. I know what C.J. Stroud did at Ohio State in the two years that he started. I saw that with my own eyes. So for whatever these guys did at the Combine had no bearing on when they left the Combine where I had them ranked. Mm. Okay. I'm with you on number one and number two on my list. I'm all about Bryce Young, and I don't care that he measured 5'10 and 1'8 and weighed 204 pounds. It's irrelevant to me. (laughs) Right. I, I don't know if he tried to beef up a little bit. He weighed 195-ish at Alabama. I, I don't know. I, he may come to his pro day and weigh at 195 or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't care. He can play. He has <laughs> supreme arm talent because he is supremely accurate with the football. And you want yes. to talk about clutch guts? Just put the tape in and see all the big throws he made in big games against big teams on big stages. Just go look at the tape to all of your points. I love Rice Young. He is going to be a big star at the next level. I really like C.J. Stroud, and he validated at the Combine what I thought about him because he had a beautiful throwing day. He, he threw the heck out of it. And way to go, but it proves nothing more than just to validate what I saw on television. I don't watch the tape. I just watch him on TV. He can play. By the way, Bryce Young can move also. He, he can gash you yeah. if you dare him to. Both these kids can move pr- pretty well, but especially Bryce. Okay, after that, I don't care about any of the rest of them because I'm with you on Anthony Richardson. <laughs> I watched him four times last year on television. I never loved him. And when I don't love, even though he is the runaway new hot stock in the NFL, even though people are talking about him, I I saw a quote um, from one of the analysts that said some teams have him ranked as high as second on their draft board. Was that second to CJ or to Bryce? I I don't know. So these teams got him ranked, Anthony Richardson, above either CJ or Bryce. I, I don't know. I can't see it. I, just, I don't either. I just mentioned my alma mater, Vanderbilt. I watch Anthony Richardson at Nashville against my Vanderbilt Commodores lose 31-24. to 24. And He did some good things, and he did some not very good things. He doesn't have great command of playing the position. To your point, 53.5%. It, it, it's not good enough. It will get you beaten in the NFL. So I, I get it. He's, the kid is now calling himself, or he started calling himself in high school, Cam Jackson, as in Cam Newton meets Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Okay, I got it. He, he went, you know, he measured 6'4", 244, and he ran 4'4", 3 in the 40. I got it. He won the track meet, man. He, he won the pentathlon, whatever you want to say. Yeah. He, he ran away with it. He dominated. This is extraordinary. Yes. We, we've never seen this before, that, that combination no. of measurables. Okay, no. can you play? What, what are your intangibles? Can you lead a team? He went 6-6 six and six for a talented Florida team last year as the starter. Right. Which, okay, so what I always tell you about quarterback, Shannon, if, if I don't love him, there's no way I would take him in the first round because I don't want to take with the 10th or 12th overall pick a project that might or might not hit. It's just, yeah. it's too dicey. Yeah. It's, it's too much it's of a gamble. It's too risky now, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, to Will Levis. I never loved him. I've, I've watched him for two straight years. His stats were much bigger the year before than this year. He didn't have a very good year. He was beat up, I guess. He, he did go 7-4, and four, but 
once again, what am I going to watch the closest when my Vanderbilt Commodores play Kentucky? And my Commodores went up to Kentucky and won 24 to 21 against Will Levis. And he wasn't very good in the game because I don't see a command of the position. I don't see the Brady-esque intangibles. I don't see the accuracy. I don't see the touch. He says, I've got a cannon of an arm. Well, Okay, and and where's that going to get you? I've seen a lot of cannons. I, I, you know, go back to Jeff George. He had the biggest cannon I think I've ever seen. And then what happened? You know, he's got like nothing. nothing. Okay, so to me, those two like like right now, Stetson Bennett, the fourth. I'll bet you I could put him in an NFL game and he would play better than Will Levis would. I will bet you because he can play. He knows how to play the position. And I think he's his arm talent the other day at the combine. Stetson Bennett's was was very good. He was throwing with the same kind of velocity in that that short speed ball that they they throw. It's like a 10 yard pass to see what you can generate. Right. And and his was right up there. I think he got to 59 miles an hour right there with Will Levis. So that Stetson Bennett can run around. He can move. He's got some athletic ability and he knows how to play the position. So so to me, after those top two, I'm unsure about the the rest of the even the Tennessee kid, the, the hooker kid. I, I liked him Hard more hooker. than I liked Anthony Richardson. I seriously yeah, because I, I watched him. I saw him operate. I saw him do big things in in big ways and big games. So to yeah. you, I, I'm with you. But the the runaway hype for Anthony Richardson, and then it starts to bother me that he's hyping himself because he, <laughs> he he's blaming his receivers at Florida for dropping too many balls, and and he said. I've had a lot of people tell me I'm throwing it too hard, but when I try to lighten up, it's not as accurate as I want it to be. I don't care if somebody's complaining about it. If I'm throwing hard, they better catch it. So he's he actually said, I can't no. catch the passes that I throw, which is the old Giselle line about Tom Brady after he yeah. lost to Eli the second time. But, but, but the there's this thing called touch, though. Anthony. Yeah, there's a thing called touch. <laughs> so uh, all these kids are pretty full of themselves, even – Levis is saying, I got a cannon, you know, okay. And I, I want to yeah. show it off. Yeah, I want to show it off. Skip, the way I look at it, Skip, how about this here? When I, when you look at, and I, and I watch uh, uh, Aaron Donald, yep. I say, man, this joker, look, I say, he's smallish, but he looks explosive. Yep. He looked quick. Watch his first 10, watch his three cone, and you says, okay. You watch the tape, and then the D tackle that they got now that's following Anthony in, in uh, uh, Aaron Donald's footstep. Yeah. You was like, Skip, this joker look quick. He like he got some fast twitch. And then you watch him. You said, okay, yeah, yeah. You look at the kid from Georgia. You like, man, this kid looked explosive. Yep. When he ran 4-3-9. Mm-hmm. He long jumped out of the gym. He burnt. So he, he the explosiveness, it validated. The, it the combine confirmed what you saw on tape. I got no confirmation. From what I saw Anthony Richardson do in those games by what he did at the combine. Yep. Because the jumping far, the jumping high, the running fast yep. didn't correlate to where he the way he threw the football skill. It skipped. did not. If you complete 54% of your passes in college yep. with the windows are wide open, yep. what do you think your completion percentage is going to be? They're not going to be windows like that in the NFL. No. Nope. You throw people open in the NFL. You wait until they get open in college. It's a vast difference, and that's what a lot of college quarterbacks struggle with, is that the windows are so compressed. If you wait till a guy get open to throw him the football, it's either going to be picked or the DB is going to knock it down. You better throw people open in the NFL. 
And I didn't see enough of that from Anthony Richardson. Congratulations. He went and he did outstanding. He did. But what he did outstanding in, Skip, outstanding in, doesn't correlate to being a great quarterback. No. Final thought on Will Levis. I've seen a lot of scout quotes that say he's got the most upside of any quarterback in this draft and that he could be the first off the board. I'm going to be on record. That's a bust that, that, that he's got that Carson Wentz factor where he's got all the measurables, the size, the arm, but, but not the intangibles that will allow you to succeed at the next, next level. So I, I'm, right. I'm with you on the top two, and then after that, I'm out. <laughs> Guys, we will find out starting Thursday, April 27th, what the teams think of all this. All right, Shannon, I know you were cheering hard last night. A very happy Shannon Sharp when the Lakers beat the Golden State Warriors. AD. Does that prove AD can carry the Lakers without LeBron? Let's discuss next on Undisputed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The Lakers taking down the Warriors and Steph Curry's return yesterday. Your final score, 113-105. Anthony Davis had a game-high 39 points in the win. After the matchup, Darvin Ham said AD is, quote, playing pain-free and with great rhythm. That certainly does seem to be true, Shannon. I know you were excited about this one. How far do you think AD can carry your Lakers? AD was phenomenal yesterday, um, but it was also the other guys because everybody, a lot of – like they had four other guys, five other guys in double figures, and that's what AD's going to need. I know AD's going to give me what AD's going to give me. I'm looking at AD on a nightly basis now that there's no LeBron, um, so he should get up at least, at the bare minimum, AD should shoot the ball at least 20 times. Bare, I, I'm talking about I don't care if they up by 40 or they down by 20. Mm-hmm. AD should shoot the ball at a minimum of 20 times, Skip. I'm thinking ideally somewhere around 25. That's a nice sweet spot for AD. But, Skip, who they had to guard him? Kevon Looney? Really? You think Kevon Looney? Or you going to put Kaminga? Or you going to put Draymond? Draymond is a tremendous defender. But once AD gets the ball, the best thing that Draymond can do when he's guarding AD is deny him the basketball. Once he gets the basketball, Draymond has no chance whatsoever of stopping Anthony Davis. And he's playing like he's Anthony Mofo Davis. He's playing like he's a top 75 player. He's playing like an all-NBA player. Skip, Anthony Davis should, should average 30 and 12. Skip, he has that kind of talent. I just wish I could pour. Whatever is in Giannis, pour that in Anthony Davis. Skip, I don't care what anybody says. You can't tell me. I'm not now, he's not a better player. Than, 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 than Giannis, but he's more skilled than Giannis. Can put the ball on the floor, that mid-range, Skip, you see that mid-range is falling now, finish at the rim, go make 80% of his free throws, but I just, he'll give you 55 and 17, 
and then the next night he'll give you 12 and 6. It's the, uh, it's the helter-skelter, it's the up-down that I can't live with. He's immensely talented, 6'10 and a half, feathery smooth, can defend on both ends of the court, can block a shot, get the rebound, take it the length of the court, stuff it home. Or he can kick to somebody for the corner three. That's how skilled he is. And on yesterday, it was on full display. And we've seen that since LeBron has been out, Skip. He's given you the numbers that I expect. Hell, I expect him to give me those numbers when LeBron is in there, Skip. That's what I was expecting. That's what LeBron was expecting at this point of his career right now. LeBron said, AD, bro, get somebody to roll over off me. Take somebody to grow. <laughs> when I was a little boy, Skip, my grandma and grandpa to go get groceries. Hey, boys, y'all come right and eat groceries here for me and your grandma. Hey, AD, man, take some of the groceries in the house for LeBron. You, you got to do some of this heavy lifting now, bro. LeBron can't carry the load like he once could, Skip. And so now this is AD time to show. But, Skip, he was sick. Skip, he was sensitive. And you could tell early on, couldn't you? You saw how he was in the first quarter. I said, okay, AD going to do this thing today. AD going to do this. Now, I, I wasn't sure they were going to win, Skip, because you know Steph's getting back, and you know Steph, he likes to make a – he like. I'm not surprised that he came back on Sunday against the Lakers. Neither are you. But I said, AD going to have a monster day today because I can tell the way he started the game. He had that look, I'm aggressive, I'm going to eat Kevon Looney. And Draymond, <laughs> you are just too, too small. Yep. Okay, I, I hear everything you just said, and I'm going to double down or triple down on everything you just said. Because the West is such a mess, because you have so many teams in disarray going almost to the top of the list to Memphis, who uh, we're about to talk about them in a minute, but obviously oh, they're without Ja, and last night they were out without Dylan Brooks, and now Brandon Clark is gone for the year with an Achilles tear. God bless him. And I don't know what's happened to the big guy, Mr. Steven, but, but he hasn't been around for a while. And they miss him on the boards and just mm -hmm. as a sort of a defensive anchor. But the, the yep. point is that I, I keep looking up at teams. I, I'm still not sold on Luka Kyrie. Again, they're 33 and 32. And I, I'm not sure about the Pelicans without Zion. And I keep looking up at teams that keep falling back. I'm, I'm not I'm not sold on Golden State. What are they now? Golden State on the road Go is what seven and twenty-four. Seven and twenty-four. Right. That's that's impossibly bad for the dynastic Warriors. Seven and twenty-four. Yep. Okay. So yesterday, what did I see with? 537 left, they tied you. Steph had made a big three, then Clay made a big three, and all of a sudden it's a tie game. And then you pull off a 22 to 14 run to finish the game, detonated by Schroeder, who I know he can drive you crazy and he can come and go, but but he had a couple of big buckets. He, he had a big three and he made two free throws, and that launched the run. And then AD got involved with two free throws and a little six footer, and then two more free throws and a four footer. And along the way, Austin Reeves is making free throws, and Beasley made a couple of free throws, and Troy Brown continues to make big shots. He made a big three, and he yes. made some free throws. So all of a sudden, I'm saying, Shannon, I'm not saying it's a great team, but it's a nice team, and it's a lot better than it used to be without Westbrook, the cloud hanging over, and without Pat Bev just causing too many internal problems, causing you as Can many you problems as he causes the <laughs> other team. Yeah. Can I ask you this quick? Skip, are you going to promise me Troy Brown is going to give me 14 points? 
Uh, Jared Vanderbilt has been unbelievable, he although has. he scored, the scoring coming and going, but he's been on the glass. Skip, remember he had that, what, that 17 rebound game? No. He just had a 13 rebound game. So are you telling me uh, uh, Austin Reed's going to give me 16? Now, Schroeder, they say he's playing through an injury because you, the other night, Skip, he wasn't that good against Minnesota. No, he was not. He, he, he wasn't. And he's struggling shooting the ball, although he did play well, well down the stretch. So are you going to tell me, other than AD, I'm going to get five other guys in double figures on a nightly basis? Yes, I believe can you, you can. can you? I, I think okay. Rob Polinka did that good a job at assembling a supporting cast here that is credible to me. Austin Reeves has turned himself into a pretty good NBA player. A, yeah, a, a better yeah. NBA player than Caruso was as a Laker. Maybe Caruso was a more hard-nosed defender. Better defender. Yeah, I'll give I you think, that. Yeah. But, but listen. I, I think Reeves is the better offensive player. He just I is. And, and I watched him at Oklahoma, and he couldn't shoot. He, he was like below 30% from three. Well, he's another one. He got in the lab. He got in the gym. And all of a sudden, he's become a trustworthy three-point shooter. He'll make big shots. He yes. knows how to play. LeBron loves to play with him. And yes. Spe- okay. Yes. So speaking of LeBron, can they hold down the fort? I don't know when LeBron's coming back, but if he does and he can come back, let's say, 80% healthy, I'll take 80% of LeBron right now. My point is the West is in such disarray that, okay, they have eight of their next ten at home. They should have closed yeah. the deal against Minnesota on Friday night, and they yeah. they just look lifeless. I don't know what happened. And Darvin Ham ripped him a new one after the game, saying, you know, it's not like we're working construction out here. You're playing for the, the most famous franchise <laughs> in, in basketball, and if you, you can't dredge up a little inspiration for playing for the Lakers, you, you shouldn't even be playing basketball. Well, I agree with that. Right. So last night or yesterday, actually out here, that was much better. They should have beaten Golden State as Steph came back for the first time in whatever he's been gone for a month, and they did. Yep. And now all of a sudden I look and, and I say, well, well, wait a second. They, they got Memphis, but it's this Memphis without four of its key players. And right. then they got Toronto, and then they got the Knicks. The Knicks are playing at a very high level, but, but, but could the Lakers win these next three? Sure they could. You better yeah, believe but Skip, it. Yeah, you remember how – Skip, but you remember how well Memphis played last year when Jaw was out with that knee? I know. I, you remember how well they, they went on that win streak? Yeah. So but, don't, don't, hey, this is, this is a very, very talented team. Now, they're going to get Brooks back, uh, who's a defender. They will. He hasn't shot the ball well. He hadn't shot the no, ball well. he doesn't. Because they took advantage of him on Friday. They took advantage of him on Friday night. Jamal Murray was just giving it to him in the third quarter. He was. Now, he only had 15 points, but it seemed like he had all 15 of them in the third quarter. With that being said, Jaron Jackson, they played – they should have won that game last night against your Clippers. They had them. They had them cold. They scored they, they, 51. They, they, We're about to talk about that in the third quarter because Tyus Jones went off. But he is a yes. pretty good stand-in for Ja. He's, he's pretty good. Yes. Anybody can score yeah. 20 and, in a third in a quarter of an NBA game is pretty good. I've always yeah. liked and, him. And but, Skip, he had, yeah. And Go he ahead. has a great assist to turnover. He has a great assist to turnover ratio. One of the better ones in the NBA. So they still have guys that can make plays now. Chuck Clark, Chuck Clark, Brandon Clark was their energy guy. He, he comes off the bench. He give you tw- he give you 10, yeah. 12 quick points, seven, eight rebounds quick. Uh, Dylan Brooks, let's see how he gets back into the thing. He, yeah. you know, probably walking around on eggshells knowing that, hey, man, they got it in for me, man. They just be calling texts. I don't even be saying nothing, and they be teeing me up. So okay. he'll probably be on his best behavior at least for one game. Yep. No Steven Adams, but the point is, Shannon. No. Your team is still good enough because of everything you just said about A.D., who I now call all day yeah. instead of 
always disappointing. But he, <laughs> he is so good. He's averaged 29 and 14 without LeBron this year, and, and it should be even better than that. He, okay. He should average that with LeBron. I, I agree. I totally agree. But he, he's capable of carrying this team at least into the play-in. You're now tied for the last play-in spot as we speak. You're, you're games good out enough. Of five. Okay. Eight out of the next ten are at home. You, you should win, I don't know, six out of the eight. And if you do, you're going to stay afloat. And I don't know when LeBron's coming back, but I'm, I'm here to tell you, if Ooh. in a month or so he comes back, and they're hanging right in there, or who knows? They, they could even be threatening to be the sixth seed out of the play-in tournament. If they're there and LeBron comes back full force, rested, revitalized. They're in that, trouble. Yeah, hey. They're, they're in trouble. I, I wouldn't want to mess if with they, them. Yeah. I tell you what, the boat capsized. Yeah. If you could just stay afloat. If you could just stay afloat. Agreed. The help is on the way. No. <laughs> I, I agree, That cutter is on the way. No, I do. Because I, I keep yeah. looking up at no, 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 no. I, I don't see it except for Denver. Denver is a handful. Yep. I got that. And they're yep. going to have home fee, uh, home court, obviously. I hope so. Yep. Okay? Yeah. So I, I say you're in a sweet spot right now, but, but your big gun is going to have to be that guy. He's going to have to play big because you're going to have to win some of these home games. And you mentioned the big gun, and pardon the cliche, he's going to have yeah. to fire every game. He's every gonna have game. To, he can have no misfires. Skip, no. he can have no misfires. Now, he's had uh, 19 shot attempts in four consecutive games the first time since 1920. That's unacceptable. AD should shoot the ball 20 times. I don't give a damn who's in the game. He could be on the team with KD and LeBron. He should get 20 shots up because he's that skilled. And so you see yesterday, Skip, he was 14 or 25. He had 28, uh, uh, what was it, 28-19 against Memphis. He had a, uh, now, Friday, we can't have no games, AD, would you have five, five rebounds? Five rebounds. It's no good. It won't, that's it's unac- that's unacceptable. Nope, it won't work. I agree. But, and, yeah. but against this small team in Golden State, Skip, yeah. he did what he's supposed to do. He did. Punish him. Punish him. You need to see more of his fingerprints on the game, where, where you walk away from the game saying, AD just took the game over. On Friday night, yep. he had, what, do you have 38 or something like that on Friday yeah, night? Yeah, 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 yeah. He had a nice number, but it was those five, it was those five, five rebounds, rebounds that left the side and, and, my and, and he had no fingerprints on the game because Minnesota's no. fingerprints were all over the fourth quarter. Right. Guys, right now the Lakers sitting in 11th, outside looking in of that play-in tournament, but this Western Conference is so jumbled – just a couple of wins could make a huge difference come the end of the yeah. season. We're going we to get the Pelican right. spot. You yep. just hold on, Jay. We're going to get the Pelican spot. Y'all just keep it nice and will. warm for us. I appreciate that, Jay. <laughs> I'm not giving it to you, Shannon. You're going to have to come take it. No way. All right. Suns and Mavs, gentlemen. This is getting fun between these two teams. Are they the new big rivalry in the NBA? Let's discuss up next on Undisputed. After Luka Doncic missed a potential game-tying bucket with just seconds left against the Suns yesterday, Booker and Luka exchanged a few words. Say chippy, you don't have to get chippy, huh? After the game, both stars talked about the encounter. Take a listen. It's fine. It's just a competitive game, man. It's, it's all good. Just next time, don't wait till it's three seconds left to talk. You, know, you guys say you don't want everybody to be friendly, friendly. 
There you go. We got, you know, we got, we got some smoke. Who doesn't like a little extra spice, huh? Shannon, whose side are you on here? Let's <laughs> get. Remember I talked about it earlier. D-Book about to become real insufferable, Skip. Yeah. Because he knows he got somebody riding shotgun with No. <laughs> he knows he got somebody driving. He rides shotgun now. KD driving. You know, uh, you heard the other guys and Charles and, and, and Shaq say they want a bus driver. Well, he's driving the damn bus in Phoenix. Yep. We know mm. that. And now everybody is fearful because you're talking about, mm. okay, they just won the championship. We weren't thinking about no championship when it was just Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Mm. And Mikael Bridges and, and Cameron Johnson. Now this team is a legitimate championship contending team because of one reason. He's seven foot tall, he wears number 35, and he goes by KD. Mm. That is why. And so I got no skip look. You know me, hey, I was a talker. But I didn't wait till we got up to start talking. Yep. I started from the time they kicked the ball off, I was talking. I was you in did. somebody's face in somebody's ear. Yep. So, and I get what Lucas said. Lucas said, hey, hey, it's competitive. I like to talk. I don't normally talk, but once they start, I ain't got no problem finishing it. Just don't wait till it's three seconds in the game to get in my face and start chirping. <laughs> Skip, this is what we need. I'm not going to say it's a rivalry, Skip, because... <laughs> It's only one game. I'm going to need somebody to knock somebody out of the playoffs. I'm going to need somebody to call somebody, okay, if we win this game, we the fourth seed. We win this game, we the third seed. And I'm going to need somebody to beat, knock them out, and all of a sudden you thought you was going to be the third or the fourth seed, you're the fifth or the sixth seed. Yep. Now I'm going to say, you know what, Skip? Uh, okay. But I like it because, look, Kevin Durant, we know Kevin Durant and Kyrie, they boys. They cool. KD said yesterday, hey. I played more of my career against Ke uh, uh, Kyrie than I did with him. So, hey, ain't nothing. I didn't feel no type of way. But you know, hey, I'm trying to get the one-up. I'm trying to get the one-up on, on, on my guy over there. Yep. But, Skip, I love this. If, if I, Skip, if I had to say aside, just for the simple fact, and like, like I said, how much talking was, 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 was Book doing prior to the last three seconds? Was he talking? Because, Skip, I don't know. I, I get the impression that Book do a lot more talking than we previously realized. And maybe that has to do with when you don't make the playoffs, ain't a whole lot for you to talk about. But over the last couple of years, they made the playoffs. They went to the NBA Finals. Book has been an all-NBA player. So I'm thinking he's talking a little bit more now because he has a lot more to say. But you know what? Because I want this thing to continue, yep. I'm going to take, take Luka's side yep. just so I can get Luka fired up, and then he'll go back at Book. Okay. <laughs> By the way, the Shannon Sharp, I remember, would talk to start the game, but he could yeah. really talk, he could really gloat at the end of the game. So so you can appreciate yeah, yeah. a gloater, right? I, I absolutely can. Yeah, okay. I am on Devin Booker's side here because <laughs> Luca is alienating me more by the game with all of his whining and bitching and moaning and complaining about every single call. Make shot, don't make shot. Give me free throws. Give me one. Give me two. Give me two, three free throws. I, I'm sick and tired of that because he's better <laughs> than that. He's wearing out my basketball psyche. And, and I think the Phoenix Suns are saying, give us a break. Just give us a little break here because <laughs> you finally got away with one on that last play, if we could see it one more time. Yeah. Okogie's got him, and he just shoves him down, just shoves him aside and has a wide-open little, whatever it was, three- or four-footer and lipped it out. But he knocks him down, and 
That was all Book was saying. Come on, ref, how can you let him get away with that? I know we're in Dallas, but how can you let this not be an offensive foul? I don't know if he threw in a word, and I can think of one or two that he could have thrown in as he directed his comments at Luca. But Luca said it was something that he couldn't say. He said, based on the words he was saying, I, I, I don't think it was, you know, to, to a question about how innocent it was, but whatever. So Luca gets in his face. Book stood up to him. I don't think either one of them wants to, to fight or throw a punch, they, they, but no. I'm going to throw one thing at you. A dear friend of mine started texting me right after this. <laughs> we went back and forth. Okay. Just hypothetically, I, I'm not encouraging them to fight, but, but what if they did fight? Who would you take in that hypothetical fight? Book. I would take Book. Book. I would too. My friend is arguing for Luca because he said, you got to understand, Luca's a little bigger and he's been pushing up against grown men since he was 13 years old playing Euroball. Yeah. Okay. I, I got that. And maybe I'm underestimating Luca's toughness, but I'm, I'm not sure it's Book's toughness because we're about to have Eddie House on. Eddie was sitting courtside for a number of games when Devin Booker was a rookie in this league. And, and he texted me about, hey, this Devin Booker, he's got that dog in him because he does. Mm -hmm. I, I think – yeah, he talks, yeah. And, and he's going to talk more and more. But I do yeah. believe he would back it up no. if forced to. Yeah, he's not going to back down. No. No, I, I think the thing is, Skip, at this juncture of your career now, you can't, you, can't, you can't show no sign of weakness. So even if you think, man, he might get me, I got to stand up. Absolutely. Because I don't, I don't, I don't want to put that out there. I don't want to even put that out there in the air that y'all can come at me sideways and I'm going to back down. Because, Skip, what's, what was the MO? What's been the MO on Luca? Get physical with him. And he'll shy away. Yeah. Well, clearly that's not working. Clearly he's been working on not shying away. Yeah. Because he's not the same Luca. Because the, uh, 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 what was that? Danny Green and and, and uh, Dwight Howard. Yeah. When they elbowed him and they hit him, say, look, put him in the pick and roll, get physical with him, and then he'll crumble. Yeah. Well, he's not. He's no longer crumbling. He's like, nah. I'm more. I'm, I'm a grown man. I hear. I'm gonna show you. Yeah, that game was November 1st, 2019 at <laughs> Dallas on a Friday night that you're talking about when right. Danny Green made the shot to win the game from the corner. Right. But they beat up Luka in that game. God. But, right. Okay, so the, the point here is don't underestimate where Devin Booker came from because his father, Melvin, was the big eight player of the year at Missouri and was an All-American. And then he bounced around. He played briefly for three NBA teams, played more in that old continental basketball, this, the, the CBA. The CBA. Yeah, and he also played overseas several places. But, but he, he helped teach Book how to play basketball, and he's a, yeah. an assistant uh, high school coach down in Mississippi where he's from. So, again, I, I think Devin Booker is a tough, tough kid. And, yeah. he, you know, I liked what he said. He said, you all say you don't want us to be friendly, friendly here. Well, I don't. I don't think you should be. Right. And he said, OK, we got some smoke. Well, they do. And I yeah. think it's real legitimate <laughs> yeah. smoke. And to your point, I want to see some more of it because I don't <laughs> yeah. think they like each other. I, I, they respect each yeah. other, but they don't like each other. I, I can see that, Skip, but I think the thing is that we look at book, we look at his appearance, we look at his skin tone, yeah, and we it. look at those guys as being soft. We look at Steph Curry. Yep. We look at Clay. Oh, they not, they're not tough. They're not physical. The only guys that we looked at with complexion that said, okay, they bought that was Matt Barnes. Yep. And so when we look at other guys that's like, that's like complexion, Skip, we look at them as soft. That's just the way we were brought up. That started. I just didn't create that today. No. That, no. When I grew up, that's what – 
we looked at you, whether you're on the football field, the basketball court, yep. track, nah, you ain't about you ain't about that. You ain't uh, we already know. So we we got physical with those type of guys. Yep. That's just that's just the way we did it. And so I think the thing is that's what people think. They look at Book and they're like, man, you ain't gonna be about nothing. And now all of a sudden, and plus, like I said, I think he started to talk more once he got the team to the playoffs. They got far. He's a, he's a, a perennial uh, 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 all-star. Yep. He's been an all-NBA player. So there's a lot more to talk about. When you chirp and you can't get your team to the playoff, what you chirping for? What you talking about? Bro, you ain't, you, ain't, you ain't seen the playoff. You don't even know what the playoffs feel like. You don't even know what the atmosphere is like for the playoff. And you up there talking. Yep. For what? But yep. now, I know I would. If I had Kevin Durant on my team, I'm talking. Shut up. Cause that's what I skip when I look. When I had John Elway and TD and myself, Ed and Rod, we talk. Now I go to Baltimore. We don't have that type of offense, but we got that defense. I was insufferable all over again because guess what? I had the baddest mofos, the eleven baddest mofos in the NFL, you did. and y'all couldn't do nothing about it. Nothing. I, I agree, <laughs> and and I don't disagree about Kevin Durant. He doesn't talk at all. Not that I can tell or see. Nah. Why would you, skip? Why would you? Why would you talk? First of all, it's kind of like we're gonna talk about. John. Why would you talk? Why would you trash talk Kevin Durant? So he would drop fifty. He gonna drop thirty on you. Yep. So now you want him to get 45, 50? You want him to get sixty? I'm just waiting on him to get with the efficiency in which he can shoot the ball. I'm just waiting on Kevin Durant to get a seventy piece. Yeah. I know it's in there. Yeah. I know he got him in there, but I don't know if he's gonna shoot. I don't know if he's. And skip. I don't want people to take this the wrong way. I don't know if he's selfish enough. Yeah. I don't I know if he's gonna get no, up 35, right. 35 shots. To get what it would take to get 71 points. Because I think that's not that's not in his DNA. That's no. not in his makeup. Because you remember you said, yeah, uh, uh, he went about nine minutes he where he really didn't touch no, the ball. It, no, it's like a, a quarter oh. and a fourth of a quarter. It's more than that. Okay. It's like 14 minutes. So, didn't touch the ball. Right. So I right. So I don't know if he's and like I said, I don't want people to take this the wrong way. I don't know if he's selfish enough. No, because it. skip to get that many points, you gotta be selfish. Yeah. You gotta shoot the ball a lot. Yeah. Last quick point about Kevin he said after the game this was just another game to him I don't buy that I do think he wanted to stick it to Kyrie and he did no skip I, skip Ooh, I don't I don't point. really I don't really skip to be honest with you I don't like I said I don't know Katie that well but skip I get the impression is that he just it's another day at the job yeah that's the way just this I think because I think he has to he because he don't want to, well, I got to get way up here to play LeBron. I got to get way up here to play Giannis. I got to get way up here to play Joel Embiid. I think he treats everybody. He looks at everybody like LeBron and says, I'm going to give y'all this work. Yeah, well, he did. <laughs> he certainly did. And it was fun to watch. And, guys, I think we're going to do all the talking for KD for him. <laughs> yeah, he is. All right. He is. Let's move out to L.A., gentlemen. Have the Clippers figured out how to win with Russell Westbrook? No. I cannot wait to get your no. opinions on this one. That's coming up next on the other side of this break. Why <laughs> Leonard and Paul George combined for 76 points last night in a Clippers 135-129 win over the Memphis Grizzlies. It's the first win with Russell Westbrook on the roster. Los Angeles gave up 51 points in the third quarter. They were down 15 entering the fourth. Then they rallied back for that big W. Shannon, what does last night tell you about Russ and the Clippers? Uh, nothing. They won. They beat the Grizzlies without their best player. 
this is the Paul George and Kawhi Leonard skip. Everybody thought they was going to get when they got the Clippers. When Kawhi signed as a free agent and they traded for Paul George, this was the kind of production that everybody thought they would see on a, on a, rec, a normal occurrence. But Kawhi's been injured, in and out of the lineup. He missed all of last season. He's been load managing. Paul George has been injured, in and out of the lineup, load managing. So we haven't seen what we saw last night nearly enough. But give them credit. They found a way. They gave up 51. But I still say it again, Skip. It's because of their defense. Offensively, we know they can score because they have two elite-level scores. Kawhi is, a, is, a, is an all-NBA player. Paul George is an all-NBA player. They got enough offense. Skip, they gave up 51 points in the fourth in a, in a quarter. That tells me you're not playing any defense. Give them credit. They buckled down, and then they went and they uh, outscored it. But they still gave up. They, if I'm not mistaken, Skip, I, I still think they gave up what? Look at my notes right quick. Lost my notes. What yeah, they what, uh, for the game? You mean what they give up? What they give up? No, what they give up in the fourth quarter? Fourth quarter was um, 38 to 17. So you, Memphis see, scored 17. They buckled. See, they did. They buckled down in they the. Did. They buckled down in mm-hmm. the fourth quarter. They did. Gave up fifty-one in the third. Mm-hmm. Gave up seventeen in the fourth. Yep. Skip. That's where they're going to win the game. They're going to win the game on the defensive end. They have more than enough offense because you have two guys that can go get you thirty with ease. Uh, Kawhi is a very efficient player. Paul George is not the efficient player that Kawhi is, but he's streaky. Yeah, he get hot. He is. He can go. He can go on a run by himself, or go get 15, 16, 17 points in a quarter. He can go get you twenty if they score thirty. He can get you twenty of those thirty. Yeah. And we saw last night, Kawhi and Paul George. The final twenty-eight, they had twenty-five of those final twenty-eight points that the Clippers scored. So this is what we. This is what we were expecting to see from Kawhi and Paul George. But the question is, Skip, are they going to play any defense? When y'all going to start playing defense? Because look at the score. What was the final score last night, Skip? It was 135 to 129. See? Again, look at it. You gave up 129 points, Skip. See? <laughs> you remember? <sighs> think about what you gave, Skip. Think about how many points that you've given up over the last five games. Mm-hmm. A 176, a 130 this, yep. a 130 that, a you 129. Have. You're going to lose a lot of those games. Okay, on the bright side, I was extremely <laughs> impressed they even won the game last night because I thought they were cooked. You give up 51 at home to basically the backup Memphis point guard scoring 20, Tyus Jones scoring 20 in the quarter. Yes. I, I look at the numbers Memphis put up in a quarter, and it looks like they had good games, you know, like they, these numbers would stand up as good game numbers. Because Jaron right. Jackson had 11, and Desmond Bain had 11, and Aldama came off the bench and had seven. They have 51 points. They win 51 to 30 in the third quarter. And two, Luke Kennard had 15. He did. He had 15. And five, yet, five of five from three. Okay. And yet, and he used to be a Clipper, by the way. <laughs> to their credit, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George said, that's enough. And to use your phrase, they summonsed it up on defense, and they locked them yeah. down. And yep, it, th- listen, th- they they went into attack mode because all of a sudden Eric Gordon's coming in. He can still play defense at a high level, and he just took Tyus Jones out of the game in the fourth quarter. But sometimes Kawhi would take him. They were rotating defenders on Tyus Jones. What is he like, six one or whatever he six is? Foot. Yeah, six <laughs> foot maybe. But it took that. 
and they go on an early 17 to nothing run in the fourth quarter, and Paul George scored the first eight of those 17, and Kawhi scored the last nine. And for the whole fourth quarter, Kawhi had 15 points. Well, it, it, it took that for them yes. to, to erase the deficit. Okay, now back to the big picture. They locked in, they buckled down, and they pulled off a, a game that would have been their ultimate embarrassment to lose to a team, obviously, without Ja, without right. Dylan Brooks, without Clark. Poor, the poor man blew his Achilles out without Steven Adams. To your point, Memphis is deep enough that they can scare the hell out of you, and they'll, they'll probably scare the hell out of the Lakers when they play, what is it, Wednesday tomorrow night. night? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow yeah, night. Tomorrow Tuesday. night. Yeah, Tuesday night. Okay. What, what I still don't like about the Clippers is the Westbrook cloud because, actually, Russ played his best game as a Clipper. I need to hark back to what happened on Friday night because I watched the whole thing because I'm, I'm in awe of it. But Russ was very good on offense against the Sacramento team that we both agree is legit and yes. had them on the ropes at Sacramento. And if I can show you, Shannon, what, what happened down the stretch of this game, let me get it exactly right here. Okay, so it's 15 seconds left. They're up one at Sacramento. And could I show you what happened? 15 yeah, seconds left. And here's a cross-court pass to Russ. And are, are you believing this? We, we got to see it one more time. Right it's, it's just a we're routine right NBA pass. And it goes right through his hands. How can you do this? You're up one with 15 seconds left. And you're not only are you wide open over there, but, but the ball just goes right through your hands. I, I've always said, yeah. worst pair of hands I've ever seen on any point guard, like at high school, college, or pro level, is Russell Westbrook. Well, that's, that's the turnover of the year for the Clippers because you got sack on the ropes. You, you're going to win the game. You're up one. You can cash right there. It's, the game's going to be over. And... Then last night, after all that I raved about what Kawhi did and Paul George did in the fourth quarter, I'm going to show you Russ's two turnovers in the fourth quarter. And they came at 741 as the first one. They're down 10 points at this point. And as you know, Shannon, it's so demoralizing. He's dribbling the ball and he just loses the ball. Okay. Knocks out a band. It's off Russ. And then this is the other turnover. This is a little later. It's, it's just a bad idea pass. That was with 519 left. My, my point to you is this, Shannon, they're so demoralizing. You were down 10 at 741 and then down four at 519. Those kind of turnovers, when, when you're on a roll and roaring back, they can just take the yeah. heart out of a basketball team they where can. you're like, what are you yeah, doing? They can. Because you yeah. can't turn it over. If you're down 15 going to the fourth quarter, you, you can't risk an ugly turnover because everybody just looks at each other and says, well, well, that's it. We just shot ourselves in the foot again. So that's what I don't love about Russ, but, but Ty Lue's hanging with him, playing him high minutes, fourth quarter. Yeah. Russ played all 12 minutes of the fourth quarter and had those two turnovers. But, but okay. But Ty Lue just, he, he's going to go down with the, you know, his pride goeth before the fall. Yeah. They're not doing what the Lakers did. They're not limiting him to 28 minutes coming off the bench. They're, they're playing him starters minutes. They're playing him full they fourth quarter minutes. And here we go, and there they went. And I, th- th- to me, I-, I just feel like the Clippers are doomed because they're trying to show you, the Lakers, 
that we can win with him in ways you can't win with him. And now, as you know, they're one and six with Russ in the starting lineup. And he finally won. That's the first game as a starter he's won in the last 16 tries. So he's now one and 15 over the last 16 games he's been a starter for an NBA team. It's just hard to watch and it's hard to overcome. Think about this. How rare what the Clippers did last night. They're the first team since the 1991 Cavaliers to allow a 50-point quarter and win the game. Let that sink in. In over three decades, they're the first team to allow a 50-point quarter and still win the game. Now, they held Memphis to 35% shooting in the fourth quarter, 17% from the three-point line. And Memphis still shot for the game 54% from the field and 53% from the three-point line. Even though they held them to 17% in the third quarter and 35% in the fourth quarter. So let that sink in. And they still shot that. So, again, it's defensively, not not Russ, everybody refuses to play defense until the fourth quarter, and they said, well, hold on, guys. We're getting embarrassed. That is We're about true. to be on the sixth game. We're about to lose our sixth game since the All-Star break. And, no, that's unacceptable. So, finally, they decided to say, you know what, guys? Just for 12 minutes. That's all that Ty Lue probably told them for 12 minutes. Yep. Give me everything you everything got defensively. Everything you got. They did. They did, and they won the game. They but that's the their game. problem, Skip. That, that's their problem is on the defensive end. Hard to watch. Clippers <laughs> sitting in that eighth spot, guys. 33 in the loss column. All right. We got a very special guest coming up next to help us break down the Suns. Do you think they're bound for the finals? Eddie House weighs in. Coming up next when Undisputed returns. Kevin Durant and the Suns outlasted the Mavericks 130-126 yesterday. It was a fantastic game. KD finishing with 37 points, and that includes the go-ahead bucket and the game's final two free throws. Devin Booker added 36 of his own points and 10 assists. NBA champion Eddie House is joining us again. Eddie, thanks for being with us. Are you any more sold now on the Suns than you were when we talked to you last week? No, not at all, but let's just talk about how fantastic that game was yesterday to watch. I think, I don't know how many times you get an opportunity to have four top 10 players in one game and how skilled offensively all those guys are and how differently skilled they are. Um, It was an amazing game, but I'm not sold any more than I expect Devin Booker and Kevin Durant to get off, but I just don't, again, I don't know how deep this Suns team and how good of a defensive team are they? I mean, you look at what Dallas had five people in double figures. Um, it was an, a Luka bunny away from tying the game. And I'll say if Luka took that shot 10 more times after yesterday, he'll make it 10 out of 10. It was just one of those games where he didn't make it, but I'm definitely not more sold. I'm telling you what I'm looking at. They've got six, there are 65 games in, 17 games left. There are 10 games that's going to tell me a lot about this Phoenix Suns team. And it starts with the Kings on March 11th. Then they got the Warriors, Bucks, Lakers, Kings again, Sixers, Nuggets, uh, Nuggets again, Lakers, and then the Clippers to close out the season. Those games, them 10 games right there, will let me know a whole lot. Yesterday, Dallas doesn't give you much resistance on the defensive side. That was an offensive showcase yesterday. 
not a lot of defense being played. So those 10 games will let me know if I'm right or I'm wrong. But I just think that they don't play. They're not that great defensively. And they just don't have the depth uh, of some of these top upper echelon teams. I agree with you, Eddie. I mean, that was a display. And uh, Skip and I, we opened the show talking about this game. I don't know if you'll ever see this kind of offensive firepower on the court at one given time, on a given time this year. You got top guys, elite-level bucket getters, and they got the buckets. They scored 137 points between those four guys. And, and Luka was, even though Luka wasn't efficient, he went to the free throw line 19 times. He made seven of them. I mean, 17 of them. So he was getting his points. Kyrie was dazzling. Book was dazzling. And KD, what can you say about the efficiency of KD? The dude took 17 shots and got 37 points. I'm mad because I wanted him to take 25, and he probably could have got 60 points. Oh, I'm, I'm just waiting because I know he got a 70-piece in him. I'm just, I just need him to be selfish one time. KD, I know you're not a selfish player, but I need you to be selfish one time and get 70. But I agree with you. I, I haven't seen enough, and I still think they leave a lot to be desired defensively. I think they gave up some of their uh, uh, the, their defense skill. Mikael Bridges is we see what he's doing. He's doing an unbelievable job with the Brooklyn Nets. The question is, Skip, when they get into these ball games and they got two elite level scores, but I don't see anybody playing defense. The Clippers definitely don't play defense. Sacramento doesn't play defense. Uh, I don't know who really does play defense in the West. The teams that play defense, I mean, one team that plays defense is the Bucks, and I guess you can question that the way they lost to Philly. But with that being said, it is going to be tough to beat them, but you got to just hope and pray that Kevin Durant misses the shot because you can't bother him because he's already seven foot tall, and when he shoots the ball at a 10-foot apex, what you going to do? Hope he miss. Now you got Booker getting the second-best defender on the opposing team. Not the best, the second-best because the best defender is going to deal with KD. Good luck with that. Good luck. So you just got to hope that you can wear down Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton says, you know what? I don't really feel like playing today. And he give you one of those six, give you one of those 10 and eight ball games. But if he's going to give you uh, those rebounding games that he put together yesterday, well, good luck beating him because what did he have? He had nine points and 16 rebounds. Well, if you're going to let him man the glass, the glass like that, you got to have a long day, Eddie. But I still, I, I agree with you. I want to see them against some of those teams. I want to see them against the Nuggets that have three weapons, they got Yoke, they got Murray, they got uh, 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 Michael Porter Jr. And so it's going to be very, very interesting. I think the Sacramento game, they might break the record. They both might score 180 points in that ball game. But I agree with you. I think defense is going to be a, leave a lot to be desired with these teams in the West. But I think teams now are very, very fearful, fearful of the Suns because of seven-foot-tall Kevin Durant. Shannon Sharp and Eddie House. Both of you are about to be in big, big trouble because these Suns have risen. The Suns are going to win the West. The West is in big trouble, starting with the Denver Nuggets because they don't have Kevin Durant. I know they got Joker, but they don't have this kind of firepower. And I do think they defend at a very high level because Okogie is a very good defender. I know he went 0 for 8 from 3 because Whoever's on the floor at the Suns, one guy's going to be the designated wide-open shooter because they're just— It was Okogie yesterday. Yeah, Okogie was for a while, and then Wainwright came in in the fourth—actually, the second half. He got replaced. he makes four out of five, okay? And he can defend at a fairly high level. And DeAndre Ayton had 16 rebounds, which by far led all rebounders. I know Dallas isn't the biggest, strongest, toughest team, but— 
Listen, DeAndre still commands the paint. He still rim protects. Kevin Durant yeah. is an underrated defender to me, and I think he's an underrated passer. I know he doesn't have huge assists, but he'll average five, which is still pretty good for a seven-foot-tall guy. So to me, I look at this team, and it's plenty deep enough because we haven't even seen the what, what, what's going to happen with Terrence Ross and, and Torrey Craig and T.J. Warren. I, I like them all coming off the bench, uh, uh, as well as Ish Wainwright, who was tremendous yesterday. I think they're loaded top to bottom. I think Kevin Durant's on a mission to show Kyrie how wrong he was, how he blew up the Brooklyn Nets, and he's on a mission to, to finally win Chris Paul his first ring. And by the way, I, I was so proud of Chris yesterday because – Obviously, he's on the downside of his career, but when they dared him to shoot in the fourth quarter, he made two huge threes and a huge free throw line jump shot that helped turn the tide in the fourth quarter. I don't know what's not to love unless somebody gets hurt and Shannon keeps preaching their injury history, screams at you that one of them is going to get hurt. If they do, you got me. But if they don't get hurt, and Eddie, I agree, they got fire tests down the line. I love their closing schedule. It's perfect to fire test them for the postseason because they got Denver twice. So we'll see what we see. But I think you guys aren't saying what you're actually seeing because I think your psyche is telling you, uh-oh, the West is in trouble. No, that, that's not what it's telling me. It's telling, it's telling me they got a lot of firepower. And we that was on display yesterday, but we understand that. We understand that coming in. But you were saying that you think that they're they're a good defensive team. I mean, they gave up. Dallas shot 50% yesterday from the field and and 40% from three. That's not solid defense right there. That, that that tells me that they were able to get whatever they want. The Suns just made more baskets. And I think what the Suns did yesterday, which is to your you guys' points about somebody's going to be open, they had 27 assists on 49 field goals. They had 16 second chance points against not that big of a team. So I think that that number will come back when you play bigger teams, guys that have big fellas down there and real big rebounders and guys that crash the boards. I think that number will come down. But I think the assist to field goal, that's one thing that I'm going to pay attention to moving forward because there's going to be a lot of open shots. And Book had 10 assists yesterday. So let's, let's talk about how he has expanded his game and understands his role that he doesn't have to take all the shots because he has a guy over there that can get his shot whenever he wants to and knock him down. And they have other guys that they trust. And, and, and believe in, so he makes the, the right basketball play like he did yesterday. I think offensively, they're phenomenal. And Chris Paul being the yes. maestro and of the orchestra, I think he's phenomenal. But I just don't see the defense, man. I just don't see it. Okay, but Eddie, in Dallas, the Mavericks can just shoot the lights out. Ask Shannon what happened on Christmas Day in the third quarter to the Lakers with LeBron and AD at Dallas. It, didn't they score 51? I know the Clippers gave up 51 yeah. in the third, but, it, but Dallas yeah. shot yep. shot the eyes out of the basket, it, which they, they are want to do. They get going before that crowd. They just get cooking from three, and they were cooking for much of the game yesterday. Skip, Dwight Powell played 24 minutes. He gave you four rebounds, and they had zero blocks as a team. How in the hell an NBA team with guys between the, between the heights of six foot three and seven foot tall go an entire game, Eddie House, and not get one block shot? You mean to tell me you didn't sneak up from somebody from behind and block it from the back? You didn't get a chase down? And your center plays 24 minutes and give you four rebounds. My point guard is my leading rebounder, and I'm supposed to do what with that, Skip? Mm. 
you're sleeping on the Suns, both of you. But that's no, I'm okay. not sleeping. I think they, I think they're highly skilled. I, I think they're one, they're one most excited, one of the most exciting teams in the league. I just don't think, as far as, I don't think that they could get past uh, Milwaukee if they see Milwaukee. I don't think that they could get past the the Celtics if they have to see the Celtics in the finals. I mean, I think the Sixers got a lot of size and a lot of weapons that they would have to deal with if they if they were able to come out the the East. But I, I, like I said, these these ten games, right? And it's seven of them in March. These yep. next seven games, the end is are going to be important, and they're going to tell me a lot about this basketball team. And I might be wrong, but we were going to see. We will see. Another team that has uh, – skip another – uh, another cut you guys off. Jan, Jan, mm-hmm. let me get this in. Do another team, if he can come back, we don't know what's going to happen with Ja, but let's just say for the sake of this discussion, he comes back. They get Steven Adams. So now you got a big front line, Steven Adams, Jaron Jackson, Tillman. You got big, big – that's a lot of size. No Kevin Durant. There's only one of him. You're lucky yeah. I let only you get that in, Shannon, after the shots against my Pelicans. <laughs> yeah. Eddie, thank okay, you thank so you. much for joining us. I do know this. The West just got a whole lot more fun with KD in it. Still to come this morning, Derek Carr. Is he going to bring the Saints Ooh. back to the top of the NFC South? Let's discuss when Undisputed returns. New Orleans has a new quarterback this morning. Derek Carr and the Saints agreed to a four-year deal. Carr already tweeting who dat as he takes his nine years of experience down to New Orleans. Shannon, on a scale of one to ten, how much is this going to help the Saints? Well, Skip, he does bring stability to this offense. Clearly, Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon, Andy Dalton, Ian Book, they were not the answers. And the Saints came to this conclusion very, very quickly. Uh, they didn't, I mean, actually it took them two years to realize Taysom Hill is not a starting quarterback. He's a utility guy. You can use him in certain situations. I was a wildcat guy. You can throw him the ball. You can hand him the ball. But as an every down quarterback, that's not what he is. Jameis Winston can't stay healthy. And when he does stay healthy, he turns the ball over. We know what Trevor Simeon is. We know what Andy Dalton is. We know what Ian Book is. He does give them stability. He is a four-time Pro Bowl quarterback, Skip. And you didn't have to give up assets to get him. The question is, given the inconsistency, because uh, Josh McDaniel moved on, uh, John Gruden can seem to never get his arms completely around him. He's like, I like you. I really like you a lot. We're dating, but you don't get the key to the house. No. And so uh, something, something is wrong. But I do think Derek Carr is better than all the quarterbacks that I previously named for the Saints. Okay, so scale of 1 to 10, would you give it a 5 in impact, 6 maybe? I give him a six. I give it a six. Okay. I'll, I'll go along with the six because the, the best thing I can say about Derek Carr is he's pretty good. Maybe I'm damning with faint praise, but he's just pretty good. Yeah. Is he a little better than Jameis? I'll give you a little better than Jameis. Four Pro Bowls, as you said. His record, I'm sorry, his uh, touchdowns, interceptions, 217 to 99. That sounds pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, until I look at. He played one playoff game in his life in nine seasons, and he's 0-1 in that. His record as a starter in, with the Raiders, wherever they were, 63-79. and 79. He played nine seasons as a starter, and only twice did he have a winning record. Not all his fault, franchise's fault, head coach's fault. I, I got all that. I just think, in the end, he's pretty good. 
But I don't think the Not NFC great. South is is now fearing the Saints because nobody really fears Derek Carr. He's just a little is better than best, what they had. Currently as constructed, is he the best quarterback in the NFC South? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, know, know, who, I, I saying, I don't know who two I, of them have. Three of them. I don't know all well, I don't even know who the quarterbacks I think, are. Good I question. think Kyle Trask is in Kyle I, Trask I is in Tampa. Yeah, I guess. Sam then, Darnold. You like Desmond Ritter? I'll take Derek Carr. <laughs> Way to go, Saints. You reluctantly Maybe said that. Maybe a change of scenery will be rejuvenating for Derek Carr. Selfishly, I'm hoping so. All right, guys. Did John Jones close the book on being the GOAT this past weekend? Got to get your thoughts when we come back. All right, John Jones claiming the UFC's vacant heavyweight title on Saturday with a first-round submission over Cyril Gain. Jones has held titles in two divisions. He's 21-1 and overall in his career. Shannon, did he prove he's the GOAT? I didn't need this fight to confirm what I already knew. What's understood doesn't need to be spoken. Skip the fight, the fact that he's 15-0 in title fights. He has a 22-match unbeaten, unbeaten streak and the longevity which sets him apart from St. Pierre, uh, Anderson Silva, yep. Demetrius Johnson, Amanda Nunez. Skip, he's the unquestioned GOAT of MMA. Mm. Shannon Sharp, if this man, whom we've had here on the show, <laughs> had been able to beat his personal demons away from the octagon yes. consistently over the years, that this would be way over and would have been way over a long time ago. But I have the greatest respect for him because he, he can be so mild-mannered uh, again, out of the octagon, but when he goes in there, it, it's like incredible yeah, Hulk. He turns into somebody else. I've never seen anything like it before. Skip, I don't want to compare his plight to what Ali, but think about it. He's been off for almost three years yep. and came back and recaptured the title in, in convincing fashion. Great point. You two are the goats of morning sports debate, but we're out of time, guys. Great show. <laughs> Stick around. The Herd's next. <laughs> 